All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is uh, January 4th of 2023, uh, Wednesday here. We got a big 12-game NBA slate on tap tonight after the short slate yesterday, as well as a three-game NHL slate. Uh, no Thursday night football this week. Football will be on Saturday. So no NFL showdown on Thursday. Unfortunately, we will have to wait till Saturday, but good news. Golf will be kicking off uh, start of the PGA season here. Uh, team has been hard at work, working on our golf model, updating it, making upgrades, uh, making sure that it is a well-oiled machine for the new year. So if you are interested in learning more about the upgrades to the golf model. Uh, Jordan, previous host of Office Hours here, will be doing a show with Will and Eric from our models team at 5 p.m. Eastern today. Do not miss it. If you know you are a PGA player, you have questions, you want to learn more about what goes into the model for golf over here at SaberSim. That is going to be a great time to ask any questions to the people who work on it day in, day out, building it, know all the ins and outs of the model. So if you guys have questions related to golf, you guys can throw them in the Office Hours channel or the uh, golf uh, sports channel in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, there's a link in the description below to get joined up. Highly recommend that as always. That way you can get your questions answered. In regards to PGA strategy, right? So tune into that 5 p.m. Eastern later today right here on the SaberSim um, YouTube channel, and then we will post it on all of our podcast podcast platforms for anybody listening after the fact. But that being said, wanted to make sure I made that announcement so everybody could be aware of that if you were not previously. Going to get the SaberSim, pulled, SaberSim app pulled up here. Uh, just a couple questions to get us started. So if you have questions, now is a great time to throw them in the YouTube chat or the Discord. As always, we get to all the questions before the end of the show. A uh, quick one here from Neil. Neil asked, you know, when is the end of the season free roll? Free roll for the mini max challenge. Uh, you know, if you guys hear regularly talking about the max challenge, uh, week 18 is upon us. One more main slate left for the NFL season. I don't know exactly when the free roll will be. I know that after the week 18 ends next Monday um, or might be Sunday. I don't, I don't know if there's Monday night football with the national championship on um, Monday, but once week 18 concludes, we have to make sure that we have all our ducks in a row, make sure everybody is accounted for, and then we will do the free roll. So more communication to come on that, but we plan on doing it within the, with, in probably hopefully by the end of next week we can have everything sorted out and do the end of the season free roll but we will make a bigger announcement when that is uh more ironed out all right next question here from fern dog question says andrew when we review our lineups whether it is 100 lineups or 500 what can we look for to see what lineups are scoring better than others can we look at saber score ownership etc or do these things just change every day? I am just trying to see if I have 500 lineups, which ones I can give greater preference to. Uh, this is a good question for a dog. Definitely worth covering. I think that, you know, you, you kind of alluded to it when you said, you know, do these things change every day, right? 
I think I think that's really important. Um, you know, one day a one day sample size is, is really so small, right? So, you know, if if you go back and look at um, maybe your your maybe you're, you've been playing NFL all season, right? And you know, you go to over to the main slate and you look at what you did last week, and you notice in your pool of 500 lineups that a QB plus three was the highest scoring lineup, right? So then, you know, what do you take away from that, right? Are 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 you now going to go and play only QB plus three lineups because that lineup was the highest scoring lineup? So you think that playing more of those type of lineups will give you a better chance of of re- making recreating that event, right? Uh, you know, just saying that out loud doesn't make a ton of sense to me, right? Uh, a lot of lineups could you know, have a high score. Uh, There could be other constructions that you don't have in your 500 lineups that get you to a better score, right? Uh, Maybe a QB. I mean, really, you know, the optimal lineup is probably more often than not a small stack or unstacked, right? If you were to go into the actuals, pick every player that scored the highest, there's a chance that it could be a stack, but more often than not, it's not, right? But but we don't need the optimal lineup to win most classic slate contests, right? So I feel like I'm I'm starting to go in circles a little bit here. But but basically what I'm saying is that you know 500 lineups is at the end of the day, you know, 500 lineups when you can build, you know, millions of different types of lineups on an NFL main slate uh is is still just like a, a bite-sized sample, right? So I think trying to draw too many conclusions from that and then taking this very concentrated, very uh, high-risk profile approach is probably the wrong thing to do. I think a better thing that you can do from looking at your entire pool of 500 lineups is something that we've mentioned on this show before, and um, I know know we've got some positive feedback from it from, from other people, is that you know, take a contest that you're playing consistently, you know, maybe you're doing the max challenge. Maybe you are playing the mini max every week for the entire season. Right. Uh, we know we're going to build 500 lineups here really quickly. Look at the actual scores from the mini max after the contest finishes, right? See what the top 1% score is. So if the mini max has, 250,000 entries look at what the score is for the person that came in the 2500th place right that would be one percent of mini max contest look what that score is and then go to your pool and see how many scores how many lineups scored over or under that mark in your pool of lineups right if you if you are looking at 500 lineups, you would want to have five lineups that beat that score. To that that would that would mean that you know if you have five lineups out of 500 that are at or above that score, then that is consistent with the field, right? If you have more lineups than that, that actual score at that one percent threshold in your pool, that is good. That means that the pool of lineups that you are building is stronger than the pool of lineups that the field has, right? 
So not really sure why my build didn't finish here. I'm going to do a hard refresh and try running that again. But but basically, you know, I think the more important thing is like it is it is really hard on the it is really hard to, you know, know what lineup in your pool is going to score the most points and get that into your contest, right? Uh, near impossible. If we knew that, if we knew what lineups were going to score the most points, we would just give those to you at the top of the pool, right? Unfortunately, we don't. We try and estimate it using Saber score, uh, but it doesn't always work out, right? So the more realistic thing to do is try and build a strong pool of lineups every single time you play and play a lot of lineups and a lot of contests and, you know, don't skip slates and just be very consistent with your uh, playing, with your number of unique lineups, with, uh, you know, not skipping slates. And that will give you more opportunities to get those lineups that are above that threshold into your contests. And if you are consistently building, you know, 10 lineups that meet that 1% threshold, so that would mean, you know, you're doing uh, – 2% of your lineups into the top 1% in of your pool. You know, the more you play, the more you build, the more consistent you are, those lineups are going to find their way into your contests. And I think that is a better measure of, you know, is what you're doing good and how do you get to those results, right? A lot of times people come in the show like, hey, you know, uh, I had a really high score in my pool that would have won a contest, but it wasn't in my lineups, you know, that sucks. And like, yeah, it, it, it does suck. But, but like, I'm telling you guys, you know, if you are consistent and you kind of follow these guidelines, like those lineups will find their way into your contest. You got to be patient. You got to be uh, diligent, you know, day in, day out and just keep working hard. And those results will come I promise you guys that. And uh, Clint here said, and bankroll management. Yes, bankroll management. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Fern Dog, if you're not familiar with our DFS profit plan, you can find it over on our YouTube channel. It is a great tool and definitely helps to, uh, or not a tool, but more of like a like a strategy, helps to smooth out variance over the long term so you can get to those times where you do indeed uh, get those lineups into your contest. So. If you're not familiar with that, I'm just going to pull it up really quickly here. And if you go over to our YouTube channel and you go over to the homepage, there is a new here, start here first uh, section. And this start winning more with our DFS profit plan, 17 minute video, highly recommend checking it out. Um, a lot of positive feedback from that. I use it myself and really enjoy it. All right. Going to get SaberSim pulled back up here. Uh, jumping over to YouTube chat. And got a question here says, so you have to have SaberSim to win. Uh, this is a good question, right? So the, the, the easy answer is no, you don't, right? Uh, there are plenty of people who do not sign up to SaberSim that win in DFS, right? And, you know, we, we have competitors, right? Uh, there's um, the Stochastic guys, you know, there's the ETR guys, there's the Roto-Grinder guys. Uh, we are partnered with RunPure. So, you know, RunPure uses uh, SaberSim as it's builder. Uh, there are plenty of people who have their own, you know, uh, software and, and models that they use to build lineups. Um, there are probably people that, you know, build, build a couple lineups by hand that, uh, have, have won over the long term, right? So you definitely do not need SaberSim to win, but I think the better point is that 
we believe that having SaberSim and using SaberSim gives you an edge over these other players in your contest using traditional optimizers, building by hand, uh, the ability to better simulate actual range of outcomes and not assume players are normally distributed and understand what an actual range of outcome looks like for an individual player is a huge edge. And knowing who does well when one player does well, who does bad when one player does well, uh, you know, being able to juggle correlation, ownership fade, and sim diversity all together is just a huge advantage. The builder makes it so easy, and the time savings for having positive EV lineups in your contest is just a, a, a massive time saver. And, you know, I think that if you build good lineups in a short amount of time, like that is what you want, right? You want to build your lineups. You want to have a chance at winning your contest night in, night out. And you don't want to spend all day on it, right? Uh, you go to work, long day of work. You want to build some lineups. You want to have a sweat, have something to root for uh, throughout the night. Uh, I think SaberSim is, is a great tool for doing all those things. You don't have to program a bunch of rules into a traditional optimizer to tell it what to do and what not to do. SaberSim, uh, you know, we do a lot of back testing on our sliders, trying to, help the builder understand what it takes to win different types of contests for different entry sizes for different um, or different entry sizes, different entry limits. Uh, I would highly recommend checking this out. We have a seven day, no strings attached free trial, which you can check out in the description below. So check us out. You know, you don't have to stay on, but this show is uh, Monday through Friday, 2 PM Eastern. You can ask, any question you want about the software, about strategy, that is what I am here for. So that is my, you know, um, elevator pitch on SaberSim. So check us out. All right. Aaron said, any update on the prop betting side? I love DFS and still play, but since it's legal here in Maryland, uh, beginning to focus on that more. Uh, so good question there. Uh, I do not have an update at the moment. I know that our um, big, biggest priorities right now have been getting the, the updated golf model out, which is out now and golf is kicking off tomorrow. So that's going to be a big milestone for us. Uh, still trying to firm up the late swap player pools for NBA. I think don't quote me on it, but uh, after we finish the late swap pools, push those into the regular Saber Sim app that the prop plan, uh, or the, the prop betting stuff will be uh, a little bit more of a priority, but more information to come on that. We will definitely communicate with everybody on this, who watches this show and with our users about that. All right. Got a question from Grayson. What's up, Drew? How would you attack this huge NBA slate process wise? Uh, if you are looking for content on NBA process, what I would do is I would go over to our YouTube channel first and foremost. And then up here at the top, you can hit the search bar. Just type in NBA. Do something really, really general, okay? So this How to Beat Daily Fantasy Basketball, like an NBA DFS pro. Uh, Jordan did an interview with Max Steinberg. Max is, you know, partner in SaberSim, high stakes pro. Uh, took down the 250K to first 888 uh, NBA contest uh, last season and is uh, – Always out here doing great things. Uh, you know, won a million in NFL showdown a couple months ago. But this is a great video. 
Uh, we've done some office hours videos on it down here. You can check these out. Walking through an NBA uh, process. This was something that we did last week. I would recommend this video. We had some content closer to the beginning of the NBA season. Uh, walking through NBA processes, just talking NBA strategy overall. Uh, we might have you know some some more NBA content on on the horizon, so stay tuned for that. But I would definitely start with the video with Max, and then check out some of this recent content that we just did uh, last week, last couple months. So that was that is where I would start for for any NBA tips. All right, hopping back to SaberSim here. Gonna get this pulled back up. Question from DJ Sirius. I uh, hope this is not a dumb question. There are no dumb questions on this show. For NBA, if I have three players picked per each position, will Saberson give me every combination of those players or would I have to build this in Excel via Power Query? Uh, really quickly, Grayson said, good looking. So, let uh, you know, check those out. Come back. Let me know if you have any questions. All right, going back to this. So, for NBA, if I have three players picked, for each position, will Saberson give me every combination of those players, or would I have to build this in Excel via Power Query? So, um, you know, I, I don't, I can't do this like factorial in my head, but um, depends how many lineups you're able to build, right? So, I guess depending on the plan you're on, would be, you know, you would have to do like the the math to figure out how many possible lineup combinations there are with with this many players um i the my my hunch is that you would not be able to build every combination given the pool size limits right i think even at 5000 lineups that is probably too many lineups you have you know eight positions and you know, like you said, you have three players per position. So for a total of 24 players, I'm pretty sure you can build more than 5,000 lineups with that. So if you're looking for like every single possible combination, you might have to do that in Excel. Um, you can give it a shot. And, and I, I, I just, I don't have the time to do the math right now on, on stream. Uh, and frankly, frankly, I don't want to, I might embarrass myself, but uh, yeah. So maybe, maybe try it in Excel and, and see what that gets you. All right, Ramesses, jumping back to Discord. Question from Ramesses here. Uh, DJ Sirius said, got it, thanks. Uh, yep, happy to help any way I can. Uh, Ramesses said, not a golf question, but has anything changed significantly in Sabre within the past two weeks that would change the Sabre score score metric? In NBA, I have seen a major drop in winning lines against the Sabre score metric. For example, winning lines from... 5,000 a month ago were in the range of 94 to 97, but past two weeks I have seen 81 to 91 range, sometimes even lower. So it has anything major changed uh, to cause this. Uh, as far as I know, no, we haven't made any updates to how Sabre score works. Uh, we are always, you know, making small improvements to the model. Um, any, any updates that we make, we post an update in the release notes in the discord uh, we have been doing a lot of bug fixes, you know, toward the end of the year, we, we like to um, try and knock out a lot of bugs in, in the system. Scott's been doing a great job managing that posting updates for everyone to, to read and to see. So if you're interested in, you know, uh, keeping up with the builder and all the changes that go on day in, day out, 
I would check out the release notes channel in the Discord. But as far as the Saber score uh, metric, no changes in in recent uh, memory here. I think you know this is an example of variance, right? Um, you know, looking at I'm I'm not I don't know how long of a samples uh, you are looking at here if you're looking at these every day, but you know. It can definitely change throughout the year, right? You know, you'll see some low saber scores winning. You'll see some high saber scores winning. You'll see some middle middling uh, saber score scores winning. Uh, that is that is variance. Uh, you know, a saber score is an approximation of what we perceive to be a lineup's expected value in a contest. If we were to run the contest, you know, a hundred thousand times, it is you know, by no means what is exactly going to happen on a one given instance of a slate happening, which is what actually happens in real life. So we try and approximate it the best we can. That is not to say, you know, I think, I think, I think the EV of your lineups from your top Sabre score, you know, to your 500th lineup, right, is probably a lot closer than you might think. And, you know, maybe Sabre score, makes it seem like there's a much bigger gap between the lineups. But I think that, you know, what what I like to do is I like to focus on building a pool of lineups that I'm comfortable playing every lineup in the pool, regardless of, you know, the 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 Sabre score, the rank, what, whatever way I am um, grading the lineups. The only time, you know, I... I actually know I even do something similar like that for showdown. I was going to say doing it different for showdown for showdown. I use a little more lineup filters to put some lineups in the trash that I don't want to play. But I think that, you know, a good starting point is that, you know, you can only build so many lineups, right? So rather than building lineups and then like getting rid of some in the post build, you should be trying to do things in the home screen that get you that make you more comfortable with playing every lineup in your pool right um like we said you can build millions of lineups on a probably on a, on a 12 game nba slate or like a 13 game nfl slate right uh there are just so many different combinations that you can make even if you're on the pro plan and you're building 5000 lineups right that that that's a lot and but it's still um small compared to like the total number of lineups you could build. Not saying that you would want to play every single lineup you could build, right? They could be like really low projected score, really low salary. Um, you know, that there are plenty of lineups that you could build that are bad. But what what I'm what I'm getting at is that, you know, I think every lineup in your pool that you can play is an advantage. And if you are building 5,000 lineups, but only comfortable playing 3,000 of them, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. And I think that you should go back to the home screen and change the inputs to make them closer to what you will be okay with seeing in the post build to give yourself more lineups to choose from. And I think that is like the key takeaway there is, you know, if, if you are like, really, really concerned about Sabre score. You know, there's no way to say, uh, you know, don't don't build Sabre scores over 60. Sabre score is relative. Uh, you know, it's standardized to 100. But, but don't let that turn you off from going deeper into your pool. If you have done things in the home screen 
um, you know, limiting uh, player pool, doing player pool curation, limiting stack types, putting in rules you don't want, etc. cetera. Uh, don't let that stop you from playing lower projected or lower Sabre score lineups just because the Sabre score is low, right? So kind of my thoughts there, uh, open to any feedback or uh, rebuttal there, and then we can talk about it further. But looking through here, uh, no more questions in the YouTube chat and no more questions in the Discord. If you guys have questions, now is a great time to get them in. I'm going to stick around for a couple more minutes here, uh, waiting to see if any more questions come in. I see Ramesses is typing, uh, you know, got got some more live viewers here. So just in case anybody missed it at the start of the show, uh, Jordan is going to be doing an interview with Will and Eric from the Models team at 5 p.m. Eastern today, talking about the updates they've made to the golf model uh, a lot of work has went into them and a lot of awesome stuff happening behind the scenes there. So if you guys have any questions about golf strategy or what the model accounts for, what it doesn't account for, you know, you want to ask about weather, uh, that is a perfect time to get those questions in. So you can get those questions in early in the office hours channel or in the golf channel, post them in either one. I'm going to skip any golf related questions for the time being. So that way they can have a queue of questions to answer, but should be a fun show. Looking forward to tuning in myself and hearing what they have to say, but uh, should, should be, should be a really good show there. All right. We're going to let Ramesses finish this thought here and we will move on from there. Uh, big 12 game NBA slate. And if you guys played NBA yesterday, uh, you guys saw all of the OKC chalk get there. Scored 150 points. Uh, I think that was like the best score in like team history with no shy Gil, just Alexander. So it was a pretty crazy short slate there. All right. Um, Ramesses said that he is going to uh, take his thoughts offline. Ramesses, if you ever want to, you know, get a question in, we can start a thread in the Office Hours channel and go from there. But that being said, everybody, uh, that was our last question. Don't miss our show later today in related to the golf model and golf strategy. We'll be right back here tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern for our Thursday show. So until then, good luck in your contest, and I will see you all later. Take care.